17. So this next segment is where I lost my goddamn mind. I'm not sure. Honestly, hours later, if I've gotten it back yet. Cameron Grimes and... No, no, no. Before that, before oh. that, before that. That's a Duke Hudson promo. Duke Hudson's in the dark. He's pondering a pair of clippers. Oh, yeah. He's talking about he's not going to be a joke anymore. He's going to be serious. Take a deep breath. Oh, I'm going to take several deep breaths here. So he goes back over his poker vignettes. Now, silly they worry. He's not going to be silly. He's not going to be a joke anymore. He's going to be serious. And he's staring at these clippers. And I keep thinking... Okay, so he's going to do a barber gimmick now. He's going to beat guys and shave their head. I mean, all right, been done, but sure, why not? It's something. And then he begins to shave his own head. Now, correct me if I'm wrong here, all right? But this is, as I understand it, this is the timeline I am trapped on. And this is what is actually happening. Duke Hudson had short hair, right? (laughs) Okay. Two cousins had short hair. He lost a hair match. Yes. Where they had to shave his head, which was not a big loss because he already had short hair. But he was upset about it. He was very upset about it. Had a wig and all That's this. the key, Vinny. He was very upset about it. He was it. angry that his head was shaved. <laughs> he was shaved. very angry that his head was yeah, shaved. Yeah, that made him mad. This, this, The bald head he had, he hated it. Yeah. So he disappears. He had like one match in a wig, but I don't think we ever saw him actually bald. When he comes we back- didn't. When he comes back, he has hair. Yes. He looks the same. Yeah. And uh, 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 Purge is like t- talking about how hot he is with the short hair that looks the same as the long hair he had a, go- a minute ago. And uh, so he lost a hair match, came back with hair. We never saw him bald and then decides to just shave his head. Do I have all this exactly right? Yeah. Now he wants to have his head shaved. Oh. Pardon me. Yeah. <laughs> Vinny, stop that! No! God. Bro. Do you need a pad at least? I'm trying to kill the brain cells necessary to tolerate the show. Jesus Christ. Gotta more and watch this bullshit. I just want everyone to know that I try to stop him. I take full responsibility for my actions. This is not a promoter bullying me into something I didn't want to do. God. Fuck, I feel like doing it more. No. Honestly, yeah, that was... That Vinny, was, look at your forehead. I said, if I, look at your forehead. If that starts bleeding, I'm calling the paramedics. I'm, I'm going all... Uh, uh, forget his name. I killed brain cells. Braun Breaker meets with Chompa. You could have at least brought a blade. <laughs> You're not wrong. This, this was the time for some gory self-mutilation. There's no doubt about that. 16. Yeah, Connor in our chat room on uh, on YouTube said a small part of him thought it was Johnny. Johnny would have made sense too. Um, I know he's, yes. he's not come back to laugh at a baby. So the baby, the rapper, not not the the child that his his wife is carrying. You love that guy. The baby. There's two You're babies. A big, the baby. The baby and this little baby. There's two babies. I didn't know there was a little baby. I thought you were there's thinking a little, little brat. No, no, no. The brat. There's a, the brat also. No, but there's the baby and there's little baby. L I L. I think you should go around telling people that you're really the brat. Should I go around explaining hip hop to people? Is that is that so. my new thing? Like I just have a Poorly. YouTube series of totally like <laughs> explaining it to people. I'm like, did you did you fellas know that there are two babies <laughs> in the rap two. game right now? There's two did babies in the rap game. There's the baby, D A baby, and then there's little baby, but not little L I L Lil. On the uh, on the next bet you take can if you lose, can you just dress like a little Kim for one episode? Uh, you want me to dress up like a little Kim on that hardcore cover? 
like yeah, from the oh 90s, yeah. that 1995, <laughs> 1996 album, Hardcore, where she's Wig, crouching. Everything, yeah, the yeah. whole nine. The whole nine. <laughs> There's also Wheezy F Baby. There's another baby. Too many babies. A lot of babies out there. Yeah. A lot of babies out there. 15. It was uh, John Moxley killing this dude, and uh, he got offense in and everything like that, but they're still telling the story that one of these days, Dante Martin is going to beat somebody. But that day isn't today. And in fact, it was not today. And uh, Moxley killed him. And then uh, the only thing of note is that uh, Regal called Jericho a trout slapper. Yes. <laughs> and uh, Jericho, he said that he Googled it. And uh, <laughs> he didn't like it. No, he was offended. He was offended. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to Google it. Okay. We're going to find out what he. Uh, we're going to find out what he saw online. I like that Jericho was that doing he didn't commentary. like. Jericho was doing commentary shirtless. Yes. Yeah. I have to work as hard as Jericho did to be in shape. Trout slap. <laughs> well, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, I can't even read that. <laughs> I honestly, then? I can't even read wow. this on the air. Well, let, let Vinny do it. No. Oh, okay. No. It's like so lewd, I actually want to read it, <laughs> but I, I actually can't. You wait till Tuesday. I will, uh, I will, I will, uh, I will do this. Okay. I'm going to take away all the bad words and put in letters. And if you want to do unnecessary censorship, effing another man's girl, then proceeding to slap him in the face with your unwashed C. Therefore, he gets his girl's CJ on his face via your D. You made the right decision. You made the right call, Brian. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Does that happen so often we need a term for it? You know, I I understand Jericho being upset with that... uh, (laughs) You don't say. That insult. <laughs> there's, there's nothing positive about it. Of course, there's also the act of bludgeoning someone or something with a trout. Okay. That's not so bad. Well, it depends on if you call your D a trout. Trout can get like 50 pounds. We have late trout. Big oh, oh, my God. Oh, there's more? Well, there, I mean, there's many. Uh, it's Urban Dictionary, so there's many different. I see. The act of tapping or slapping the head of one's pee on the PR of a female, including but not limited to the P, C, L, M, or L, M, (laughs) derived from the sound of a struggling trout makes while flopping around on land. (laughs) Some of these are medical terms. One can replicate... I I couldn't. (laughs) One can replicate the sound of a trout slap by taking their index and middle finger... And striking them across the palm of the opposite hand repeatedly. I see. No, man, I didn't get it in. I just trout slapped her. That was the explanation, or the, uh, I guess. Wow. I don't even want to know. I do not want to know. Mm. Huh. Is there more, uh, suggestive dialogue you'd like to get into here, or should I move on with the I mean, there's more that people wrote here. Yeah. The act of slapping someone, usually across the facial region, with a wet pee or a representative thereof. (laughs) (laughs) The the banal formality of that is beautiful. (laughs) Representative thereof. That was fantastic. I I can't do anymore. (laughs) 
Jericho was right to be offended. Apparently, yeah. Well. And William Regal should be ashamed of himself. <laughs> I mean, absolutely ashamed. Regal must have spent the last decades cataloging things he would like to say on <laughs> commentary and w- w- was too afraid to. <laughs> he's had that one in the chamber for a while. I was thinking. He's, had, he's had a bunch of these. He's had a... <laughs> Some other I can't remember now. He's he he said a lot of things that sent you sent you to the Google, and you were horrified when you got there. So afterwards, uh, Jade and the baddies go to beat up Willow Moore. Athena makes the save. She lays out Kira with, "I'm not making this up. Don't get mad at me." Her finishing move is now called the O face. And uh, then she got booted in the face. Perhaps I should go back to the Jade. Urban Dictionary. Yeah, you might want to. Anyway, Chris Statlander. I don't really want to read it, to be honest. No. Let's see what it says. Oh, my gosh. I got it in Wiktionary. Oh, my. Oh, Lord. You don't know what this is? Well, no. Just the first thing. I I believe he does not, actually. The first thing that comes up is pictures. Never came up in his life. First thing (laughs) that came up is pictures. Oh, well. That's different, yeah. Pictures? Mm. Goodness. Yep. Not reading these on the air. (laughs) You don't say. Safe search off. <laughs> yes, Brian. <laughs> some of these, some of these are not what you would think. Huh? Huh? I'm trying to find one I can actually read, and <laughs> I mean, there's five pages of people. Like, how many people does it take to explain this? You would think you would think one, <laughs> one well-educated person. Yes. Yeah. No. Penny, move on. <laughs> O face. Also, hmm. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we literally are listening to me laugh and not say anything. <laughs> it's amusing me. That's all I yeah, care about. There's got to be one I can read. <laughs> oh, here we go. Used in place of smileys. In smiley lacking web logs, such as Live Journal, denotes surprise, shock, or other similar emotions conveyed through a gaping mouth on a human being. That's why she calls it that, you see. She used to be heavy into Live Journal. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got it. Very clever. Hopefully, Regal will bring that up next week. I wonder if Kyle was doing his O face here. Vinny, no. please. Okay. Somehow, I. Somehow, as I kept scrolling, I got to filet au face. Excuse me. The latest craze in France. Two slices of bread with a pig's face between. A filet au face. Well, that is absolutely not where I thought you were going. (laughs) Well, that's what it said there. (laughs) I'm going to not Google that. Oh, just a sandwich. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Before we get into anything today, I, I just got to get something off my chest. I'm not going to get mad, and I'm not only going to complain, but I want to make a point because it was something that someone brought up to me this weekend as well. But, <laughs> bros, okay. There has been crowd sweetening in WWE for at least the last 35 years, okay? From the moment I started watching wrestling, they did crowd sweetening. I know you're not new, okay? Now, 
I think that there are some people who believe that they only did crowd sweetening on taped shows. I'm here to tell you, they've done crowd sweetening on tape shows. They have done crowd sweetening on live shows. I have no earthly idea why this is suddenly a story, but I have an idea. I don't think that the issue is that we got like a lot of new people that don't know what's going on, because I think a lot of these people have been watching for a while. But what I do think has happened is we had a global pandemic, and for a long time we had a Thunderdome. And I think that because we had the Thunderdome and we had so much fake cheering for so long, I think some people's ears got acclimated to this fake noise, and now they notice it more, okay? Now, obviously... There was not a lot of crowd sweetening during the 90s. Why? Because you didn't have to. Because the crowds were actually going crazy all the time. Okay? But there have been times where the crowds have not been as hot, and they have done crowd sweetening on tape shows and live shows. It's not new. Okay? Now, what I want to... The other reason I wanted to bring this up, because I was so irritated today, because Dave made a comment last night on Observer Radio that... Edge got the most heat of any heel on the show. And, like, our board exploded. Dave! God! It's clearly... They pipe in! Bro, I know, okay? Bro, forget your ears. Use your eyes. If you watch the segment, I even had the exact timestamp here. Edge goes opposite the hard camera. He does a bunch of cheap heat. And they all stand up and they go... Listen! I know! The fake heat, it's irrelevant, okay? If you can find another heel on the show last night that got more heat than Edge, then Dave is wrong. But you're not going to find one. I know it was cheap heat. I said that last night, okay? But whether there's crowd noise or not, that's irrelevant to the point, okay? I know there's fake noise piped in. The guy still got the most heat of any heel on the show. I don't know why this was like pages of anger today over this, okay? Now, I was talking to somebody this weekend. They made a good point. They said, you remember like a couple of years ago, and I do remember this because I was there. There was WrestleMania. It was Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, and the fans turned on the match, and they're like throwing, uh, you know, the balls and everything all over the place. And they're just turning on it. Remember all those years they turned on Roman Reigns and WWE wanted him cheered, but he was getting booed? He goes, did you watch the Raw after WrestleMania? It was just there. And they're pointing out that, like, look at all this stuff that you see, you know, the last year or so, a couple years since fans came back. And where are these fans revolting? Like, bro, we had fans singing Seth Rollins' song on the show. I mean, I'm sure you tell me that's that's crowd sweetening too, right? But anyway, they were singing uh, Seth Rollins' sh- uh, song on the show last night. And they do this stupid stuff, and this audience is just going along with everything. Who on this show, on Raw or SmackDown, I'm asking everybody here, who is the audience not accepting right now? Obviously, they would like Becky Lynch to be a babyface, but they're booing her. Who Who is the audience revolting against right now? And the point of this was, this person's feeling was, all these fans that used to revolt against WWE during the pandemic, they did that because they wanted to watch wrestling and they wanted to go to wrestling and that was all they had. 
Well, now that there's an AEW, their belief is that, well, now they've got their alternative and they're watching AEW. All those fans are revolting against Roman and beach balls and WWE. They don't even go to WWE events anymore. So the audience you've got now is actually like a very, you know, oh, you want me to cheer that guy? I'll cheer him. Oh, you want me to boo? I'll boo him. And they just go along with everything. And sometimes they're quiet. And so there's crowd sweetening on live shows. And on tape shows. But the last thing I'd like to mention here, because I think this is what I don't, I don't know if people get this or not. You know why it's called crowd sweetening? Okay. Do you know what sweetening? You know the word, you know what the derivative of the term sweetening? Okay. Mike, choose something very spicy. Okay. What? Thai food? Like, sure. imagine you go to the Thai restaurant yeah. yes. and you order, uh, uh, they go one, one through five on spicy and you go five. With the thing with the peanuts? Yeah, you go five. Absolutely. You go five. And because yeah. uh, you're confused and you think five is the least spicy, but actually five is the most spicy. Mm. And so you take the food home and you, you take a bite of the five and like bl- blood comes out your ears and your hair lights on fire. Like, oh, God, I screwed up. So then, you know, you know, one of your kids goes, oh, just put some sugar on it. Just sweeten it up. So, of course, you sprinkle sugar. on, Bro, there ain't no amount of sweetening that you can add to that number five from the Thai place that is going to make it not spicy, okay? So the point of this is, bro, this crowd sweetening, they're adding a little something. It's not magic. If it was magic, they wouldn't have had to worry about Roman Reigns getting booed for six straight years. They would have just turned that little knob and you wouldn't have heard the booing. You would have only heard cheering and they would have manipulated everything. But they can't because it's sweetening. So yes, they turn that little knob up here. They turn that little knob down there. But, bro, it's not like we're watching a New Japan show and nobody's allowed to cheer and boo and they're just turning this knob up. You can see sometimes the people going like this and like that. Am I, like, on another planet? What's happening here? By chance, did you get any feedback about the fact that they didn't do a whole lot of sweetening during Mustafa Ali and his intro and his... Back and forth with the Miz in there? No, I am not on another planet, DJ. Yes, they turned down the booze. You could still hear them. I'll take that as no. You could still hear them, even though they turned them down. Who cares? God, why is this a thing? That's my issue. Why is this a thing? Who cares? They've been doing it since 1985. I have never cared, and people have made me care, and now I'm angry about it. Like, I don't care, and I don't know why you people care. Well, they are making it more obvious. There have been times where, you know, everybody knows there's 3,500 people there because they can tell that, and then they, they are not blending very well that's been a complaint about aew that wwe production people have poked fun at their blending when it comes to that sort of thing although wwe has not been great with it either at times you all right no i just i don't get why everyone's so mad they can't get the reactions they want dude they never have in 1991 when hulk hogan pulled sid out of the royal rumble they booed that guy so bad that i bought the coliseum video and they literally had done everything in their power to 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 pipe in cheers when hulk hogan pulled sid like bro it's been happening forever and actually it used to be worse it used you know, to be so much worse. The guy's forgotten that Roman Reigns. Six years of my life, I sat through them getting the wrong reactions for that guy. And then, before that, it was John Cena. 
They've been getting the wrong reactions forever. Forever. I just don't get why it's a story now. It's actually less bad now than it was before the pandemic. Right? Forever, ever. Forever, ever. Diesel! This guy's pointing out before that it was Diesel. God, you can go back forever. They've always got the wrong reactions. (laughs) Like, I gotta go to a break. I'm gonna start the show over after the break. I'm starting the whole show over. Dom, get the music ready to start the show over. Back in a moment, Observer Live. How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live, Wrestling Observer Radio, Figure 4 Daily, Filthy 4 Daily with Tom Lawler. Brian Avidi Show, three-time, three-time, three-time Wrestling Observer Book of the Year Award winner. Texarkana Television Champion. Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Black Belt First Degree. Did I miss anything, Mike? Worst non-wrestler in the filthies last year. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Damn it, we're starting this show over again. We got a lot to get into here today. We do. You know what today is? What's that? It's Tuesday on this show. It is. I'm so tempted to just run right in NXT 2.0, but I'm not gonna. No. I'm trying to turn this thing around. Let's talk about this Raw show here. I would not say this was a terrible show, but given that there's a uh, pay-per-view this weekend, it opened up with Roman Reigns, the Usos, and Paul Heyman coming down to the ring. And uh, if you guys watched SmackDown, they they added Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre to this tag team match. It was supposed to be the Usos versus RK-Bro to unify the tag team title. So basically, they for weeks advertised there was going to be a unification match coming up at this pay-per-view. And then a week before the pay-per-view, they added Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre. And I expected this show to open with the announcement that all titles on the line. You bought your tickets for a unification match. We've changed to a six-man, but all titles on the line. You know what happened? Nothing. They got into a brawl. They fought to the back, and the next thing you know, the announcers are just like, well, you know, we'll see what happens on Friday. What a bait-and-switch this has been so far. A segment with Ezekiel and the Street Profits, Chad Gable, Otis, set up a match, which was Kevin Owens, Chad Gable, and Otis versus Street Profits and Ezekiel. And uh, the match is fine. They're all all good workers. Uh, Ezekiel made the big hot tag. And then uh, Owens tripped him, and Chad Gable rolled him up and pinned him. Yes. Ezekiel got his three weeks, and now he's doing jobs. We had AJ Styles doing an interview with uh, Kevin Patrick about Edge. And he's having a match tonight. And if he beats Damian Priest, Damian Priest is barred from ringside for this Backlash show. What is everyone talking about? Are you... Did you... You either... Are you adding... Are you... What is that? What are you talking about, bro? I've heard this somewhere before. We had Adam Pierce, Sonya Deville. And they were talking about the six-woman tag, which ended up being the main event of the show. 
And, bro, I was two hours and 30 minutes of the show, and I'm thinking, what is the... Oh, yeah. Becky's coming out to stand in the ring for 15 minutes before the match started because they had so many video packages and commercials. And then, I swear to God, this happened. Veer Mahan comes out, and he's going to have a match with a local guy. Are you listening to me, Mike? He's going to have a match with a local guy. Okay? Now... Uh If you have not listened to the Brian Vinny show, whoosh, all over your head. But I know most of you do. This freaking guy's name is Bert Hansen. Bert? Bert Hansen. So they interview old Bert. He says, I'm a local guy. I work down the street at Stamey's Barbecue House. And man, I've always wanted to be on Monday Night Raw. And uh, and then Veer Mahan absolutely killed the guy. Cervical locked him and killed him. It was brutal. It's horrible. Then we had Edge come out. And he did a promo. And he talked about how we are Judgment Day. And, man, he cut a promo on this crowd. The cheapest heat. You guys ain't got no teeth. And uh, you're not very smart. And you're ugly. And they all booed him. Allegedly, there was some crowd sweetening, but I don't know. Mm. That led to AJ and Damian Priest, where that was a good match. Went uh, 11 minutes, and uh, Styles ended up rolling him up for the pin. So you know what that means? What's that? Damian Priest cannot be in his corner at the pay-per-view. Mm. Then Edge attacked AJ, of course, immediately and beat him down, because you know God knows no one can have a celebration. And then as he's beating him down, who should run down to make the save? But uh, Finn Balor ran down to the ring. So it looks like we're going to have a tag match or something at some point here as well. We had uh, Cedric Alexander trying to get back into the... Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin have been wrestling as the Hurt Business. Well, Cedric comes out and he goes, we want to be back in the Hurt Business. Because apparently there's the Hurt Business and there's also the Hurt Business. They're not the same. They're two different things. He wants out of the Hurt Business and into the Hurt Business. (laughs) MVP goes, no, you can't be in the Hurt Business. Either one. You're stuck in the Hurt Business. <laughs> okay. So that's what happened. We had a Miz TV segment with uh, Mustafa Ali. And uh, so Ali comes out and, you know, he's trying to, uh, he's trying to. And so then Miz cuts the promo and everything like that. And, uh, and so finally Ali grabs the mic away from him. And uh, they're going back and forth, and Miz goes, Why don't you go complain at Twitter more? And so they just move on, because no one's reacting to this. And this leads to uh, to Dana, who I think is supposed to be a baby face, but bro. She goes, Reggie, you need to get me a rematch today, or we're, we're done. We're through. So apparently uh, he was able to do it. He gets her a match with uh, Nikki Ash. I swear to God, this match goes a minute 30. There is no interference. There is no distraction. Dana Brooke just hits a neckbreaker and pins Nikki Ash in the middle of the ring. In a minute 30. It was like a spot. She pinned her. Wins the belt back. And uh, so, yeah, she's the new champion. The new 24-7 champion, everybody. And then they go backstage, and Nikki Ash is 
She's so disgusted with herself that Dewdrop comes up and she says, Are you sick of all the games? And Nikki Ash says yes. So I, I think Nikki Ash is history. So then they have the main event. And it was uh, Bianca, Asuka, Liv versus Becky, Rhea, and Sonya. And uh, it, was, it was a pretty good match. Everyone's everyone's good worker here. And uh, Sonya ended up uh, getting pinned there at the end. So that's kind of her new uh, gimmick is to be a heel who always gets beaten, which is a great gimmick, by the way. I have no problem with that whatsoever. And uh, Liv Morgan got the pin with the Oblivion. And uh, everybody was so happy as the show ended. And they're celebrating. And uh, what this had to do with the pay-per-view... I have no earthly idea. But that was, in fact, the uh, the Raw show there. And that leads us to WrestleMania Backlash coming up on on Sunday, everybody. Hope you're excited. Because I know I am. I know those fans are as well. I think that idiot Oreo had his microphone on in the sea during that last segment. I want to apologize for what that. It seemed like. That's him. All right, everybody, it's the Brian Mini Show, March 20, 2022, figure4online.com wrestlingobserver.com. Shut up, Curry. Fucking dork. What happened now? He's just complaining we were a minute late. He's never happy about anything. It's a problem with people. Oh, no. What's up with this battery button right here? I'm sure it's not. A yeah, problem. what's that, Jared? The battery's low. It's plugged in. Charge the battery. How do we do that? You don't know? Yeah, I'm like talking to a man who can't answer. That's weird. So my camera may apparently die in the middle of this because the uh, battery's low. Maybe Jared could text me and let me know what the hell's going on here. But if it uh, does die, you're in the middle of the show. Okay, what's he saying here? There is no battery. That sounds like a problem. <laughs> well... I see. So it just tells me that there's no battery in case it becomes unplugged. Is that what it's doing? It's weird. Does it do this every time? No, it's the first time I ever noticed there's a low battery thing. For a camera with no battery in it. Yeah, I'd never... I mean, that is low. Yeah, he noticed a week ago. I've never noticed. I see. There must be a battery in it that's not charging for some reason. Accidentally unplugged or something? I don't know, but the camera's on, so... As long as that camera don't unplug, everything's all right. See, you, you see, dork, uh, curry head, like, so we started late, now I just talked for 10 minutes about a damn camera battery. Where's Craig? He's been there the whole time. You there, Craig? Oh. There, he's over there. You haven't heard me one thing I've said since. Not one thing, I had the wrong channel on. No, you didn't, I heard him just fine. No, after I pushed the button, you idiot. No, before the show started. I know, but then I mute everybody to play the music. And then I turned on the wrong channel, and so there was silence on Craig's end. Gotcha. So. So what were you explaining, Craig? I have a, a bit of a bone to pick with you, Mr. Alvarez. With me? Yes, sir. This I got to hear. So, so, this has to do with Rodney and water. I don't want to hear it. I heard enough of that today when he finally listened to the show. He wants an yeah. apology. He wants Sorry, me to Rodney. apologize for suggesting that he, that he goes into a giant dry cleaner instead of showering. Well, apologize then. Well, I I have no proof. Brian doesn't apologize. We That's what he this. says. And no, I don't want a picture, Rodney. So anyway, what do you what do you want now, Craig? What do I want? I want. Uh, you had a problem with the music last week, and you suggested that our listeners 
come up with some music and send it in. And less than a week later, you put the axe to it. Yeah, did you listen to the last show? The one on Friday? The one yes. where the one where I explained that uh you know, I li- I like all the songs but it's just the wrong vibe. The wrong vibe. It's the wrong vibe. It's just weird. No. Even it's... Vinny agreed. Right, Vinny? Vinny doesn't care. Well, He's just sitting there, not even saying anything. You guys sort of, both of you clearly care more about this more than I do, so whatever. Yeah, see, he doesn't care. Yeah. The thing that I'm upset about is you told our listeners to get to work, and then people got to work, and then you're like, eh, whatever. I didn't say, eh, whatever. I said they were all really good songs. It just doesn't fit the vibe of the show. People don't like this change. In fact, in the chat right now, I agree with Brian, this person says. This person, no, what do you want me to do, lie? You want me to read their names? Drew no, says, I, I agree with Brian. And then we've got, uh, um, actually, you know, F4W <sighs> Online here. Classic music, he says. Classic music. You opened up a can and music came out of it. That's the most un, unfeeling, unemotional, it's just horrible canned music that you put to the show, and it doesn't fit the vibe. You're telling us our show is unfeeling and unmoving and un... <laughs> Unlifelike, whatever. I mean, basically. Sure. Okay. Fine. I'll start the damn show over again, Craig. Here you go. No, I'm just I'm Brian. For I'm online studios in beautiful Bothell, Washington. We're going to use a new exclusively song. Exclusively. Hey, less time I have to talk. Com. You're listening to the Brian and Vinny Show with your hosts Brian Alvarez and Big Vinny. Jared, B. put the graphic back up. Thank you, Jared. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the king of pro wrestling podcasts. Beautiful Brian Chico Alvarez. I don't hate this. Shoulders Torelli. <laughs> no, Big Vinny V. No. From scenic Bothell, Washington to your brains. Now we got two voiceovers. For what everyone's been waiting for. The Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show. Sometimes a prank and granny. Yes, Brian Craig. And Vinny Show. Brian we can and see Vinny your face. Show. Brian and Vinny Show. But never Witch and Valley. Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show. I'll just let it all the way. Brian and Vinny Show. Brian and Vinny Show. Minus five stars every day. What more were you want? Okay, I'm with Craig now. <laughs> Play more of these. I like this one. I actually don't hate this song. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly what we're looking for. Oh, now people are asking for this damn flute song again. Well, I hope you're happy, Craig. There you go. Welcome to the Brian and Vinny Show, everybody, with Craig. That guy didn't even put your name in it on top of everything else. Oh, God What an irony. (laughs) Oh, now they all like it. Yeah, been doing this show for about eight years, Brian and Vinny Show. Well, looks like we may be using that for a little while. Maybe that'll be the Sunday theme. I'm a fan. How about we just... There's more coming in. That's what I'm saying. I, oh, I don't want to be in that one. Come on now. What I'm saying is you you put people up to a task. They actually took time out of their schedule to do some. And then you were like, meh. So you're really, it really bugs me when you Fine, I'm changing. Time. This is going to be the new Sunday song. There's more people than Too this guy, I Brian. This one, but he likes it anyway. Oh, my God. Sunday theme. There we go. Now we've got a theme for Sunday. All right, we'll find out what... Hey, on Tuesday, we'll choose one for Tuesday. How about that? Brian, you played one song and you already made up your mind? Actually, we played a bunch of songs on Friday. That's the only one that Vinny has, has given the okay to. No, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't play any. Brian, I listened to the show. What do you mean I didn't play any? You didn't play any. You decided you weren't going to play anymore, and I don't care, so I didn't... Right. This is not the right vibe. Oh, now it's not the right vibe? Fuck off. 
We're using this one. It's going to be we the... We are the wholesome of all that's coming this is the one you used the intro last This is the one you played before. Why is Craig looking at me like that and playing the songs? But just keep in score. Can we agree that's not the right vibe? Aye. Yes, mm. that's not the right vibe, but what I'm saying is why don't you actually listen to them? I did listen to them. You listened to one. No, no, Craig, Craig. He never played them on the show. He listened to them in his personal time. This one was done by Halloween. Really? No. no. The more I hear these, the more I like the one we chose. Say bad. Maybe if we do a show in Ireland. There is definitely a, uh, yeah. a European vibe for that one, yes. I mean, to be fair, they are all better than this one. That's just Pac-Man. <laughs> That's what I used for the uh, Bartlett oh, show. Bartlett show. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. I did get a couple of others today that... Uh, they, I, th- I think the guy heard my, my thing and he decided he was going to make some video game songs. That's what I got out of it. You want to hear one of them? I mean, we've got nothing else to do today, right? Pretty much. Yeah. It's taking the time of the Q&A. What do you think about this one? I feel like this should be when Max Caster comes on the show. This is like what we have now. Yeah! Blondie. It sounds like Blondie, yes. The tide is high, but... Oh, get out of here. Don't ruin the song for me. All right, there's that one. He did another Mm -hmm. one, too. I think I like this one better than the other one. How about this one? Next time we do an 80s throwback. It's a guy hitting a ride symbol. How is this 80s? Oh. Now it's 80s. Thank you. Huh? Wrong vibe? Mm. I th- does the song start at any point? <laughs> no, it just does this for like four minutes. <laughs> is there more to it? And that's not it. <laughs> right. What do you guys want? Jesus. No, you're doing fine, Brian. All right, how about this one? Actually, we just nope. did that one, didn't we? Yeah, we did that one. How about uh, this? Brian, Brian and Vini. Now we're going back to the 70s, baby. Craig and sometimes Lisa Rose with my haircut. Wrestling, tell me who and what's happening. This is excellent. Oh, now everyone likes that one. That was a good one. That was like the uh, theme to uh, um, also the show with Balky and uh, Perfect Strangers. Balky, yeah. a little bit, oh a little, bit perf- little bit of Perfect Strangers, a little bit of Rent. Yeah. I heard of some uh, Rent influence right, in that I'll, one. I'll save that one. Fine. Okay. Okay. How about uh, let's see, Windjammer. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we that one. That, that one's already a winner. That one's Sunday. It's already decided. Forget about the looks. 
What about the money? Oh, huh? the money! What about the money? <laughs> That's what it's all uh, about. Not fair, huh? You scrimp and you save, you work yourselves half to death, and still, you can't afford what you really want? Guess That's what? not fair! <laughs> whole thing is a drop! Nah? Yeah. I like it. Uninspiring. Yeah, we're going to get a copyright violation as well on top of everything else for this show. Probably. All right. Which was the one you guys liked? This one here? All right. We'll do this one for Thursday. Because Craig's not on anyway. Vinny Thursday theme. All right. Okay. We got one more we got to get. Right? If you want. We can keep one of the old ones. Keep the old one on Tuesday. Then everyone's happy. Well, yeah. Let's at least hear the rest so I don't have to hear from Craig. How about this one? Oh, we already got that one. Oh, DeVince. Oh, Sounds God. nice. I just played it! Oh, okay, good. Right. How about this? Apparently, he forgot to uh, turn the mic on. Hmm. It's been playing for 10... Oh, you know what? Let's try that again. Craig not buying that one. Well, it's it's uh, it's jazz, but the drummer has been taking acid. Oh, horrible! His, it's just a drum machine. It's just a drum machine, but it's out of tune. We played that one. Yeah, that's the one when we go to Ireland. All right, well, we got two. Maybe yeah. Tuesday we'll just do one of the old shitty ones. I endorse or, doing an Irish tour, by the way. Or are there probably more coming in? Well, maybe there are. Okay. All right, Steph, if you want to finish yours, send it in. I'll at Please. least play it. We'll let Craig hear it and make it make a decision. Oh, I've already heard it. You have? Oh yeah. Um, how come I haven't heard it yet? Because I I'm I'm friends with uh, Stephen there. So that's how this whole goddamn thing started. Stephen was yes. upset. He got a hold of Craig. No, 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 no. I, I've known this cat for a while, and he's wildly talented. And I just wanted to give him a, and everybody else a shot. Is it Stephen Tyler? No, he's wildly talented. <laughs> a little bit, yes. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again on this beautiful Monday, November 14th, 2022, where I, filthy Tom Lawler, present this show alongside his co-host, Brian Alvarez, where today we will cover SmackDown Live on Fox, New Japan Strong, we'll also Talk a little bit about the historic crossover show of which I will be a part of next week. And along with that, we have a little treat as we review one of the top fights from this past weekend on a weekend full of notable finishes. We talk about the most important one, Bobby Fish. Taking on. Let's take it along, brother. Bobby Fish. Boateng. Bobby Fish. 
Yeah, what's taken so long? Golly, you, you only need to tell us Bobby Fischer. Hey, listen, listen, We don't listen, need to listen, know his opponent. Shut up. Yes. Listen. Yeah. In the Coca-Cola arena, I loved it. He went out and crushed it, doubting Bobby Fish's shit, and you should be disgusted. How dare you send out Bo Tang asking us to trust it? A two and three boxer is Mayweather on a budget. Crispy Bobby Fish is simply it. So many hooks around the corner, you need a guest list. Eat a straight left, the infamous looks fresh. A little fish clinched to a clown is basic. Say less, he's wobbling, he's baseless. Drowned in punches that fillet of fish is tasteless. See, Bobby only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it cause it's Vegas. Look, I do a show with a whale. How could you ever think he'd fail? Yeah, the Bobby undisputed blazing trails. The mother box is just too frail. Uh, if you know fighting and I do well, Bob Fish is going to whip that tail. I mean, where's the lie? I like how you threw in a, yeah, in the middle of that. That was uh, something else, brother. Let me tell you. Well, that was a very professional open you had here today, Tom. I thought. Are you ready to... Uh... <laughs> you enjoyed it more than the usual... Fair. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Standard. We've, standard uh, you know, we've we've uh, run the gamut on the Brian Whalevarez. It's time for something new. People love it. Actually, I don't think they do. No one ever talks the, about it. There was nobody ever mentions the oh, Whalevarez. Uh, uh, there yes. was a fucking sign in a wrestling well, crowd a few weeks ago. Oh well, God only knows nah, how I much mean, you, no one, no one ever much likes it. Right? Well, they paid nothing. Yeah, actually, you're too cheap. So that's true. That's true. Have you ever bought anything for me in your life? Oh, I didn't from, think so. Not one you? thing. Nothing. If you remember correctly, I was a subscriber to this very website yeah, before. I, if I would have said that. Well, hold on, hold on. Sh- you don't even start this shit. I was a subscriber before, before I worked for the website. And for at least a year after the website, I was still subscribing before I was given a free membership. So I got so much... and. And if you remember, I actually started out as a bootlegger, stealing the the fucking podcast off Extreme Wrestling Torrents. Don't go Horrible. look it up. Yeah. Or Pirate Bay or something. Who Tom, knows? Tom, here's so, the thing. And then I found so much value that I gave you my hard-earned money. So don't tell me that I never bought now, anything now, off Tom. you. Because I don't buy one of your whack-ass you know. shirts. Whack-ass shirts on uh, pro wrestling tees that exploit me. Which I get no benefit from. Yeah, Tom, of course. Tom Lawler. I'm buy one of those. Tom Lawler, you know, you know as well as I do, that if I would have come on here and said, you know, Tom subscribed to me for years before I hired him, you know what you would have said? You know you would have said, I subscribed to Dave. You know, That's you know true. you would have said that. Don't lie to me. I know you, Tom, better than you know yourself. I used to listen to Brian and Vinny more than that. No bullshit. You don't even listen to it today. I said used to. Exactly. I, I prefaced exactly what exactly. I said by used to. I don't even listen to any of the shows anymore. Uh, wow. I'm too busy. Wow. You know, are you on a fucking plane? What are you doing on a plane? You got plenty of time to listen to podcasts. Sleeping. Well, I guess there is that. 11. This person here says, I understand it's too early to tell, but what is the realm of possibility that Cody leaving is going to be a major hit to AW that starts these ships sinking? Says I already noticed tonight. A majority of my friends decided not to watch AEW. Most I don't of them believe said that. It's because do you, do, you, do you believe this? Do you even believe this is a real? Well, letter? Dave, you you forwarded me this email, I know and it. I didn't want to read it, but uh, yeah, you I don't forwarded think, I, it to me. 
listen, we're gonna we're gonna see the numbers tomorrow, and uh, I do not expect that the majority of people stopped watching AEW. <laughs> no. Nor do I believe that the majority of people think that this is a black eye to the company and that it's a joke and the rest of this email. I yeah, do not believe I, that. Um, I mean, it's business. It's, it's business. It's business. I mean, uh, you know, the AEW success or failure was, you know, it's it's not it's not going to be based on one person leaving or not leaving. The factors of determining the success or failure of AEW are much much bigger than this. Tom. So the next match here is Edris Anofe and Malik Blade versus Joe Gacy and Harland. It's not a Dusty Cup match. It's a Dusty Cup play-in match. It's a qualifier, but it's you can't qualifier. say qualifier. That's, that's that's makes a, it sound like a sport. A banned term this week. It's a what did the fuck did they call it? A play-in match. A play-in match. Yes. Yes. A so. play. Is that a sports? Where the fuck is that? What is play-in? Are we back on poker? It may have been used. Any normal sport would just say qualifier. I bet somewhere you can find some high school basketball tournament or something that a play-in match. I don't think they invented. Well, they they didn't invent this. They just chose to use it to irritate us. But the point is, the the verbiage is worth talking about. But more importantly, the winner of this match gets in the Dusty Rhodes Classic, a tag team tournament, a very prestigious award that everyone wants to win. And we see Anofe and Blade do a promo. They have how to win this match and win this tournament and shock the world. And, of course, it's a WWE promo, so they can't just cut away where they're done. They have to smile at each other and nod. For, like, eight minutes! They're just nodding! So the match goes on. Now it's NXT, right? So Okay, I, so the first four games of March Madness are called play-in. So they actually true. used a sporting term, but yes. they can't just say qualifier. That is true. That is true. I got it. Yes. Wow. And I think, honestly, I think the NC2A's use of the return plan for those games is it, it, almost as much bullshit as, uh, as this one. They don't want to call them qualifiers because they don't want to insult the teens. They want to tell them, no, no, you've already made it. Either you're playing on Tuesday afternoon and nobody's watching. So anyway, doing this match. And it's too bad that Joe Gacy sucks because when he wrestles, Joe Gacy's pretty good. And this one double team that gets fucked up, whatever. Now, I get, before we get to the finish... It's, it's their one double team. The baby faces have this super Dude, complicated fucking wacky spot, and it doesn't look good. And then, of course, the announcers have to talk about their great chemistry together. All right. I'm like, dude, just have a fucking tag match. So, it's NXT, which I hate and don't care. So, I forget about all the storylines as fast as I possibly can. So, in this three-minute match here, by the time it ended, I actually forgot that it was a play-in match for the Dusty Rhodes Cup, okay? I thought it was another random, pointless, meaningless match in NXT. So what happens is, Harland tags in, destroys both of them, and is immediately DQ'd for kicking too much ass. Yes. I merely wrote down, yay 2.0. I thought it was a stupid finish, but they do a thousand stupid things in this show. And then I was reminded this was a tournament qualifier. Which Harland was so indifferent about, he intentionally got himself disqualified rather than be in the tournament. Which Joe Gacy, who was on the apron the whole time, he didn't care. He didn't give a shit about the tournament. They don't give 
two fucks about this Dusty Cup. It's nothing to them. It's worthless. They don't want to be in the tournament. They threw this match to get thrown out of the Dusty Cup because it sucks so bad. And then, then, Inofe and Blade, they come too. There's like smelling salts. It's like the end of a G1 match. There's the cold spray trying to wake them up, see if they're still alive, get the EMTs in here, do mouth-to-mouth, resuscitate them, get the defibrillator, start the heart again because they've been dead so long. They recover. And they began to celebrate getting beaten to death. <laughs> and Vic Joseph tells me, a grown man, don't count out Enofe and Blade. They could win the whole thing. These fucking geeks that you just murdered in front of me, you slaughtered them like cattle in front of me, and now you're going to tell me they can win your shitty tournament? Your tournament sucks. You've killed this tournament before it begins. I've seen a lot of shitty tournaments in pro wrestling. I don't know if I've ever seen one murder like this before it even began. Now, I need, I don't watch these shows in a vacuum, everyone, okay? There's a life going on. I've had a very, very busy week. Had a lot of work going on, a lot of late hours. When they announced this is a playing match that Joe Gacy and Harland had gotten intentionally DQ'd in, and you're telling me Enofe and Blade could win the whole thing, and I was supposed to care, immediately hit stop. Immediately hit stop on the, on the remote. I thought to myself, I really want to go for a walk. And I look outside. It's 2.39 a.m. It is pouring down rain. Clearly, I'm not going for a walk. And I look out the window, and I look, and I look, and I just think, fuck it. And I turn the television off, and I went to bed. Now, I wanted to get the show done really bad. Even though I was staying up late, I wanted to get the show done because I couldn't imagine anything worse than waking up in the morning and starting your day with NXT. That's horrible. And I wanted to avoid that at all costs. But I was told that Harlan and Gacy had gotten thrown out of this Dusty Cup and Anofi and Blade could win the whole thing. I could not take any more. I needed to go to bed. And that's exactly what I did. Uh, Carmelo goes to pick up his Bentley. The keys have been stolen from the attendant by Kramer Grimes, who's not seen in the car. He just wanted to get Carmelo's attention and warn him he was coming for the gold and going to the moon. What a horrible uh, car parker. Valet? Yes. Horrible. Yeah. You can't just go up and steal someone's fucking keys. Cameron Grimes, what if I bought him off? That's still horrible. That's still a crime. You're not I mean. allowed to. Yeah, it is a crime. <laughs> Paying someone off to get someone else's car? What do you mean <laughs> that's not a crime? No, it is a crime, but he didn't take the car. Vinny, yeah. he stole the keys to somebody else's car. Or he paid off a guy to give him the keys to the car. And then he gave them back. Nothing was no damage, no harm, no foul. If I fucking break into your house and I steal a bunch of shit. Well, you break in, something's broken. And then you call the cops and I just give it back to you. I mean, ah, no harm, no foul. I gave you your shit back after I got caught. There's no point here where uh, Carmelo Hayes was not having, could not see his car. Couldn't see the keys for about 30 seconds. I'm going to steal your fucking keys one of these days, Vinny. I'm going to sell them to somebody. And we'll, and then then we'll see what you have to say about that. And the first time I say, hey, where are my keys? You'll say, here they are. And I'll say, thanks. That's what happened here. That carjacker gave your car back, wrapped around a telephone pole. No, he didn't. Pole. No, he didn't. Yeah. They, they took it from him. No, he crashed into a pole and went running. Well, no, he, he sold the car. He didn't run anywhere. What if, what, what, you know, what if court and the guy goes, hey, it's right there on the pole. <laughs> but the problem, Brian, is... Here's your keys. Brian, Brian, he totaled my car. Cameron Grimes didn't do anything 
To Carmelo Hayes' car, except lean on it. Okay, well, if this guy if this guy stole your fucking car, carjacked you, drove really fast, but didn't Wait, okay. but didn't hit the pole, mm-hmm. and just parked on the side of the road and go, ah, here's your keys back. If he had driven it, well, first of all, he carjacked me. So you're near the part where he punched me in the face and threatened to kill me. Well, sure, but this guy bought the guy's keys off somebody. Yes, a non-violent act. <laughs> Bro, there's such a thing as a non-violent crime. I'm not saying it's not a crime, Brian. And, but what if he didn't punch you? What if he just put his fingers in the back of your head and he said, get yeah. out of the fucking car? Terroristic threats, a crime. Yes, it is. It's his finger. Well, I know that he just threatened to kill me. I, I think this is a crime, Vinny. I'm not saying it's not, Brian. Yeah, you I are. Would... That's the whole argument. No, I. the first thing I said was, yes, it's a crime. And you jumped and barked at me because you're an idiot. So Well, I'm not an idiot. Well, you know who is an idiot, Brian? Whoever books NXT. Because they recapped this show. They said, and I wrote, wrote this quote down. Earlier tonight, we saw Blade and Anofe earn their way into the tournament. The fuck we did! <laughs> Bro, these fans chant you deserve it to a guy that had 23 matches. So I'm sure in their mind they thought they did earn that spot. By getting their asses beat. By not, but you know what, Vinny? They weren't killed. They're they lived killed. to they advance. Survived. So they oh, earned their way into the tournament. Nine. All right, everybody. We've got... Uh... We are going to do, do this thing. So, so just so everyone knows, I know most of you will think that we are doing a comedy bit that me and Brian worked out. And in fact, none of that is true. There was a deposition. Vince McMahon was deposed two weeks ago um, in the Oliver Luck case, and um, a couple people have seen it. It's it's out. It's out there if you want to see it. And the Observer will have a transcription too. But but um, I kind of told Brian that that we need to do it, and Brian wants to be Vince McMahon. Yes, I have to be Vince in this case. Okay. So anyway, so I am. Just so you guys all know, my name is Paul Dabrowski. And I am the attorney for um, Oliver Luck, and Vince McMahon is about to be deposed. Well, he's being deposed right now. Yes, and this I'm is on the stand. A, you're on the stand, so you're going to be Vince. Okay. So this anyway. is an exact transcript. That's right. This it, it will sound very funny to you, and you will think this is very clever, and it never happened. And this is exactly what happened. Under oath. Under oath. Under oath. So we're under oath. We're both sworn in. Um, well, Vince is sworn in, okay, and the court reporter is swearing in the witness, Mr. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, mm-hmm. um, and I am Paul, and I go, what was your position with Alpha prior to bankruptcy? Owner. Were you the chairman of Alpha as well? I was the owner. Okay, but did you have any title, such as like the chairman or like, you know, office chairman or something? I might have, but I was the owner. Okay. And do you mean what did you understand what being the owner meant? The owner meant that everyone would follow my directive. They would follow the tenant of the way that WWE began. I'm sorry, the way Alpha began. Okay, real that quick. That is. Just, I just real quick. Brian did not misspeak. That is exactly what he said. Go ahead. Uh, the way Alpha began, that is, uh, that I said in my opening remarks to the media, that the quality of the human being was as important as the quality of the player. Right. So um, the person who had been criminally charged with a felony would not be permitted to play in the XFL, right? Yes. 
And I'm sorry, sir, were you ever criminally charged previously? People are going to know where this is going. I'm sorry, were you ever criminally charged previous to starting the XFL in 2018? Was I prior to this? Yeah. I was and acquitted. I didn't ask if you were acquitted. I asked if you were criminally charged. I was and acquitted. What were you criminally charged with? A charge that someone has never been charged with before or since. It was something along the lines of deceiving the FDA in some capacity and things along those lines. Okay. Now, this is, I'm veering from the script now to explain that what actually he was charged with was um, uh, conspiring with George Zahorian to distribute steroids to his wrestlers, number one, which he was acquitted for. And then also he was charged with uh, distributing uh, steroids to Terry Bollea, Hulk Hogan, which was dropped because of venue issues, because there was no proof that this happened in Long Island, and the testimony was that it happened in Connecticut, and this the court where we, Vince was tried uh, did not have jurisdiction in Connecticut, and Connecticut had no intention of trying to uh, um, uh, you know charge Vince with that case because it's Connecticut, and also because you know it was the the the, the package of steroids that were sent to Vince. And Vince would then give stuff to Hogan. It wasn't like Vince was dealing, but he was distributing. So it's kind of weird. But anyway, so so the FDA thing, he, Vince always says that. And there was actually something to that. It's not like he made it up out of thin air, but that was not what he was charged with in the end or anything like that. Um, there was a charge. of, There was a charge in there, but that was thrown out long ago. Okay. So I'm going back to what happened. Okay. And I'm not a criminal lawyer like Mr. McMahon. Uh, but was that a felony charge? It would have been, yes. And so if a person had your background as a player, would they have been disqualified from being employed by the XFL? If, in fact, someone had been charged with a felony? Um, yeah. If, in fact, uh, yes, they would have been. And that would have meant that by being charged with a criminal felony, such as yourself, they were not men of good character, as you phrased it. Now, also, we don't have somebody to play Jerry McDivitt, but um, Jerry McDivitt objected to this question, and um, he was, in fact, overruled. And then I'm going, you can answer that, Vince. Uh, that's correct. Okay, so under the definition, under your definition of the WWE standard, you were not a man of good character, True. And McDivitt objected again, and uh, again, um, um, it, it uh, mentioned also that he used the name that, that I said WWE when I was supposed to say um, Alpha, um, you know. So, go ahead. Well, so, you, you you're, go. you're right. You're right. Thank you, Jerry, for saying that. Under your definition that applied to the XFL employees and players particularly, you were not a man of good character. True. And uh, Jerry McDivitt, in fact... Objected again, and the and then again he was told that uh, it was overruled. And you can answer that. You must answer that, Vince. As an owner, I would not have been allowed to play. But it was okay for you to be the owner with the criminal charge, right? And Jerry objected again, and and Vince concludes, I was the owner. So anyway, that was uh, the Oliver Luck deposition. Um, or part of it, obviously not the whole deposition, but the comedic part of the deposition. Well, if you want the whole definition or the whole deposition, I guess in the Observer this week. 
It'll be in the Observer, yes. Oh, my God. Alt. So we got no wind, but we got snow. Four to six inches last night. They canceled school. At about 9.30 this morning, I'm like, who's knocking on the door? So we go over and we open the door, and there's like three elementary school kids. They all got shovels. And they go, can we shovel your driveway? And my wife's like, this is so cute. How much? This kid goes, 40 bucks. <laughs> like $40. So I go over and I got 20 bucks. And I said, here, do $20 worth. So we have a we have kind of a long drive. It's not that long, but it, we're back in the corner. So, you know, so these these kids, they start shoveling and I'm looking out the window and they're actually doing a pretty good job. And uh, literally, they shovel half the driveway because I gave them 20 bucks. And they did like a really good job. And then they knock on the door and they go, yeah, we're done. We said, okay, thank you. You know, have fun. And they wander off. And then the kids want to go out and play. And uh, I go outside and these kids shoveled the driveway into a giant mountain of snow directly behind my car. So if I see these kids. Damn kids again. They better get off my lawn. So anyway, I'll be shoveling the snow out from behind my car after the show today. Wrestling Observer Live here on Saturday. Each and every Saturday. We're here at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, streaming live on Sports Byline. Also, I've got my YouTube channel. You can uh, check it out. So, hey, I wanted to talk about Vince. Hey, Jim, Jim. Yeah. We got a, sp- we got a sponsor that we uh, forgot, I think. Oh, hey, it's Daniel, our uh, producer. You've got, what? We got to play, we got to play a sponsor? Yeah, we forgot to play a sponsor. Oh. Well, look, it's very important to, you know, play our sponsors. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, very briefly, here is a word from our sponsor. Peacock and WWE present the latest sequel to a cinematic masterpiece. Vince McMahon lived wrestling 24-7, only making time for a few million-dollar dalliances. Heal this woman's voluptuous business! My testicles are the size of grapefruits. He may have gotten away with it in 1985, but 2022 is not his year. He had to retire from WWE. And I want more, more, more. But Doc Brown's about to change all that. Vince, I built a time machine out of Steve Austin's beer truck. Vince is trapped in the past. Only Doc Brown could help Vince McMahon get back to the Federation. I think I'm going to go to the nearest nudie bar and and have a drink. Anything that you do could have future repercussions on the stock price and the shareholders. I am no pervert. Back to the Federation. Rated G for grapefruits. Boy, that sounds great. I, uh, I don't know about you, but I hope that comes out on Coliseum Home Video. Gunther applied a 
Boston crab, which is the most sexually transmitted of all the crustaceans, before Ricochet what? walked out to the ring to make the save. You're so proud of yourself with these lines, aren't you? The new madcap moss. You should wear suspenders hooked into your your uh, your Daisy Duke painted tights. That'd be a cool look, bruh. Pierce Adam is backstage when L.A. Knight, the former L.A. <laughs> no, Knight, no, no, not L.A. Knight, the former L.A. Knight, Max Dupree, Dupree, get say it the, right, Tom. Dupree. I just love the idea of these. No. I, 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 you know, the, 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 what would bring back the '90s, a boom period of wrestling, would be, in fact, if Raw was just two hours, three hours of uh, of a camera in Vince's office as he comes up with this shit. You know, he brings in Riddick Moss and goes, "You're no longer Riddick. Now you're Madcap." And Riddick's like, "What the fuck is a Madcap?" Vince has to put the fucking Three Stooges on to show him some fucking thing on a on a fucking film projector, and he goes, "You're gonna be wearing suspenders." Would that hurt when I bump? Would that thing here that's cooked to my digging to my? Ah, don't worry about it. Cooked? You you don't cook the suspenders in your body? Hooked. They hook to your pants. That's what that's what that's what they're there for. There's a hook in the front. There's a hook in the back. It goes over. You don't think I know what suspenders are? So he's explaining this all this fucker. Then. Then, he meets with L.A. Knight, and he goes, No, no, no. It's not L.A. Knight. No, this is my point, you idiot. He meets with L.A. Knight, and he goes, Brother, you can't be L.A. Knight anymore. And he goes, Well, why? And Vince goes, Well, well, isn't your uh, first name L.A.? No. Is your last name Knight? No. Well, fuck, we're going to change it anyway. So he explains to him, Your new name is going to be Max Dupree. But you're not going to say it like that. You're going to say it like Max Dupree. And anytime somebody says it wrong, you've got to correct them. <laughs> this guy's like, what the fuck? I'm getting main roster money. Who gives a fuck? But literally, that's, that's, the, that's the gimmick. Now he, is, he has gone from a wrestler to the manager of... Uh, what's the name of this? Face. Tri- it's, triple, it's Triple M. It's, it's like max, maximum male models. Maximum male models. Okay, but the guy who he has is Face, not Mace. He has been renamed as Face. What? It's, yeah, that's who he's managing. No, that, that dude. That's that's all out the window. M- face is gone already. Uh, I don't know. It's a brand new fucking gimmick. So so Vince explains. Now you're a manager of a modeling agency. Maximum. Male masculine. What the fuck is the Maximum name of this? Maximum male models. Maximum male models. Brian. And your name is uh, Max Dupree. Dupree. Oh. And and now every fucking every fucking promo he ever does, the 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 goddamn person interviewing is gonna have to say Max Dupree is gonna go no Max Dupree. These are the fucking ideas we're coming up with in 2022. This is. A copy of Zoolander. Okay. Have you ever seen Zoolander? No, I've not seen Zoolander. <laughs> you say it like that with such disdain. <laughs> well, but anyway, what about it? First of all, it's a great movie. Okay, that's nice. What the fuck does that have to do with SmackDown? Because this gimmick is directly lifted from Zoolander. It's okay. a mix 
of what you would find from the Balls Models model agency. Okay. Well, it's yeah. very creative. But it's 15 years too late. <laughs> yeah. Right? They already had Tyler Breeze on their roster who was doing somewhat of a Zoolander-esque gimmick already. Uh, Pierce is already trying to get rid of this guy. Yeah. Right? He's like, yeah, uh, signing Phil signed you. That's uh, probably this isn't going to work. And he's like, yeah, well, we get a contract anyways. So apparently he gets to stick around. And who's he going to manage? Who, who are his maximum face. male models? It's Face. What in the fuck are you talking about? His name is Face? They took Mace and they renamed him fucking no, they Max. T- fuck I off. swear to God. Fuck off. I swear to God. Max Dupree, before he was Max Dupree, when he was just L.A. Knight still doing the modeling thing, brought out Mace and said, I've got the guy. He is now Face. <laughs> Dude. No. You think I'm making this up? It was on like main event or one of those shows. On the April 15 edition of SmackDown, Mace returned in a dark segment. Mace is LA Knight's first acquisition, acquisition under Knight Model Management. Following the announcement, Mace defeated Eric of the Viking Raiders. There's no reference to him being named Face. I watched it with my very own eyes. I promise you. Dio Madden, or whatever the fucking guy's name is. Anyways. Well, looks like we're going to have to go to... Uh, let's see. I mean, how many times do you want to lose an argument to me on this show? Well, like, I'm just telling well, you the truth. Okay, this doesn't have anything to do with losing the argument. You might be right, okay? I am right. All right, let's check. Uh, uh, what do we got here? Cage side seats. That was probably on our site too, but this is the first thing that comes up when I Google it. We shared that LA Knight got a tryout as a manager. Manager as the manager manager gig. Who wrote this? I'm gonna call him out. Sean Reuter. I'm gonna read this whoa, exactly. Whoa, whoa. Oh wait. Hey, if you don't believe me, you, we can actually listen to the article. So I'll, I'll prove this. Main roster manager L.A. Knight gave his client Mason... No, that's not what it says here. It says, we shared that L.A. Knight got a tryout as the manager-manager gig he was rumored for before SmackDown's camera started rolling last Friday. Fix that line. It's irritating me. The initial footage of the former Eli Drake announcing his Knight model management agency didn't include... The full introduction of his first client, however, some high-quality video of the entire segment was leaked online, and it includes Knight giving said client a new name. Brennan Dio Madden Williams is no longer Retribution's Mace. Now he's KMM's Face. Well, that doesn't mean his name is Face. He's the face of the management company. No. No. They've renamed him. I'm telling you, I watched it. Here is your winner! Mace! Oh, Mace! LA Knight's in the ring with him. All right, get to the point, brother. I, I think it was before when he introduced him. 
Lives of quiet desperation, searching to take their lives, their careers to the next level. This man is the next level. The one you've been searching for is space. I think he fucked it up. Quiet desperation. Searching to take their lives, their careers, to the next level. This man is the next level. The one you've been searching for is face. Bro, I think he fucked that up, dude. Because that is an official WWE. And I guess it's not. It's WWE American Nation, whatever that is. But the ring announcer calls him Mace. I think L.A. Knight just had a faux pas there. I don't think his new name is Face. Let me check WWE.com. Why don't you keep going? I'll do more investigation. Bruh, it's right here on WWE.com. Superstars. Mace. M-A-C-E. Doesn't say Face. His name is Mace. It's on WWE.com. It's, he's listed as a superstar. Mace. What do you want me to do about it? Why are you mad at me? You saw L.A. Knight introduce him as face with your own fucking eyes and heard it with your own ears, and you are going to argue that they didn't read that they didn't do that. Yeah, you want to know why? Like, okay, did you did you listen to the article that I read? Did you? They they haven't done it on TV yet. Did you listen to the article I read? The official the robot voice on on SmackDown or main event or whatever. Fauntleroy. They edited out him calling him face. It was a dark match, bro. No, I think that actually aired, I think the actual match aired on main event. Whatever clip WWE put up did not include him calling him face. That was a fan cam footage. It said. I think he fucked up and he called him face on accident. And so they cut it out, made sure it didn't air, and are going to ignore that it happened. Listen, if he shows somebody to be his face, I'll, I'll like, whatever you want me to do, I'll apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll kiss your feet, whatever. Okay? Whatever I, I want think, you to do. Really? I think it's most likely that he fucked up and he accidentally called him face. I don't think his new name is face. <laughs> face? Yes. Think about this for a second. They've had a lot of stupid names, but you're telling me that they're filing for a trademark for the name Face? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, we got this big guy. His name is Face. Because he's a model. That's going to be... Idiot. They're all models. It's a modeling agency. What? Is there going to be Face and Butt and Pecs? (laughs) What the fuck is this going to be? I don't think his name is Face. Can we uh, talk about SmackDown and New Japan Strong? Oh, and no, I, I did not. Wait. I did not watch the uh, the finals of the uh, Super Juniors. I can't wait for Face to show up this week. I'll just get it out of the way. Oh yeah, I can't now. either. Yeah, oh, I can't either. When this guy shows up, his face. Oh, Oh, hey, hey, if you think it was fun to wait a week to make fun of my pronunciation, wait till he shows up as Mace on Friday, brother. (laughs) Just wait till Monday's show. I did like your uh, suggestion that I could join as ears. Yeah. That was a good one. Face, ears, you know, I could show up as 
Pecs. Mushroom, mushroom tip. <laughs> Pecs, get out of here. Can we, can we go? Let's talk about the SmackDown show. Jesus. Oh, God. What is this? What? Oh, what are they doing on, to you? Right. Yeah, I didn't want to talk about this. And actually, uh, Dave wanted to talk about it last night, but I forgot to bring it up. The Spence Ugas fight this weekend. Nah. Uh, what's this idiot Strowman doing? Oh, boy. You saw my tweet, eh? Hmm. No, what was your tweet? Well, a couple days ago, he was trying to talk to a fan who said, man, what you do is so based, you know, giving him a compliment. Oh, yeah, this idiot? Yeah, he apparently starts yelling at the fan because he's so stupid. Hey, listen, I mean this Mm -hmm. with all due respect. This is one of the dumbest guys, like, in the history of man, okay? God bless the guy. But, like, he's so dumb. It's one thing when some random moron on Twitter, a bot, starts doing the the paid by Tony Khan thing. But this this idiot actually thinks that Tony Khan pays Dave and I. Like, the level of stupidity to actually believe that is unfathomable to me. Like, I read I read Twitter and everything like that, and you know, I often think this person can't possibly be real. And then you realize that they're actually not real, they're just an egg, an egg bot, probably sent here by Captain Robotnik, now they think about it. But this dummy, this guy, I got a, I got a two-and-a-half-year-old who's smarter than Strowman. I swear to God, she is smarter than Braun Strowman. I'm not going to say anything more about this dummy. What an idiot. Like, seriously, what an idiot. Remember, remember that one thing where he said something he was really stupid about it, and he said something stupid on Twitter? This is probably like 50 times. And then, like, a bunch of people, you know, talked to him privately, and he realized how stupid he was, and so he kind of sort of apologized, you know? So, so the entire time, Shane McMahon was shooting, wasn't he? Yeah, of course he was. Of course he was. I was ribbing on the square in hindsight. Golly. Dude, I got a pair of shoes right here. These shoes right here are smarter than Strowman. Do you want me to go on? We need a presentation of things smarter than Braun Strowman. We, we need to have these. No, the I've, thing should be find out what Braun Strowman is smarter than. That should be the real, you know. What is Braun Strowman smarter than? A dodo bird. I'm trying to think. I mean, I know some stupid dogs. So there there are some dogs that I would argue that Braun Strowman is smarter than, but I don't want to get on that rant again. (laughs) Do you ever figure out what dog you're uh, watching is? Great Pyrenees. Watching? Yes. Said you were watching a dog yesterday. Well, I was in a house with a dog. Fluffy dog. That dog was smarter than Strowman. I mean, come on. How, how about the Twitch chat right now? How are they doing? YouTube you know, chat? You, know, you want to know who's smarter than Strowman? The YouTube chat. Damn. Ouch. Okay, can I move on now? Yes. Strowman, you are banned from Wrestling Observer Live. You're not allowed to come on. You're too stupid to come on the show. Do you understand? Ryan and Cumberland smarter than Braun Strowman. If you could figure out how to unblock him, you would bring him back on before Braun Strowman. Yeah, Honolulu's smarter than Strowman. Honolulu! And he's still a young man with his whole life to go. He's got a lot more to learn. At this point, Braun, you know, those brain cells are going to start going one by one. And Oh, John in Memphis Ooh. is way smarter than Strowman. He's a gimmick, but he's, he's significantly smarter. Yeah. 
No Braun Strowman allowed on this show. Don't even ask, Braun, whatever your real name is. I don't think Braun Strowman's your real name either. Should I throw that in there? You know who You're else just is mad. not? You can't control. You know who else is not Brian? paid by Tony Khan? Braun Strowman. Anyway, I was going to do Raw, but I wasted too much time talking about this dummy. All right, Braun. This is from uh, Ringside News. Uh, recently joined the bandwagon of wrestlers and fans who mocked Tony Khan for his tweet about a network of bots disparaging AEW. Strowman called out Khan once again. He claimed Tony Khan pays dirt cheat writers and claims his wrestlers are free to work where they want. That is not the case, he noted. Strowman criticized Khan for blackballing AEW talent for appearing in the Control Your Narrative promotion. Gee, why would he do that? This is the same guy said, maybe I'll read in the Braun voice. This is the same guy that pays the dirt sheets and says his wrestlers are free to do whatever, but blackballed, two words by the way, them from CYN shows. Why? Because we're an effing threat. That was more of Vince McMahon impression. <laughs> you read that like you got blue balls. <laughs> yeah, look at this guy. He told a fan that watching Dynamite was, quote, punishment. So why are you watching it then, you dummy? <laughs> What else did he say here? Anything else? Nah, that's about it for here. Yeah. He's one of those guys that doesn't want to watch it. It's it's punishment, but he watches it anyway, apparently. Hate watching? Yeah. Oh, there's people that hate listening to this show and things like that, you know. Of course, those people always forget. What I hope he hates just... listening to this show and is forced to against his own will. <laughs> he can't help it but listen. <laughs> Torture to listen to that Observer Live. I can't help myself, though. Anyway. Oh, Braun. Mm-mm-mm. Talking about everybody else and all these dirt sheets and everything. I mean, you could always bring back the old, uh, how's your territory doing? You know, keep that one in your pocket to throw out on the next time. But I don't know. What's a dirt sheet anyway at this point? Now, does Sean Ross Sapp doesn't write anything down on paper and send it out to anybody. Like, is is that a dirt sheet? Uh, John Pollock's been around this game a long time. Post-wrestling's fantastic. Like, are they a dirt sheet? You know, what what constitutes a dirt sheet? Just people that you don't like? Or, or what exactly is it? What is a dirt sheet? I'm not sure, but you ever seen those giant dinosaurs? Their brain is the size of a walnut. Like even though they're so big. Hadrosaur? If we, could, if we could get like a Stegosaurus, a Brontosaurus, and Braun Strowman on Jeopardy together, who do you think it would come out with the most money? Hmm. Stegosaurus. It's possible. Yeah. That one's got plates on its back. Braun stressed that CYB wasn't an indie promotion and doubled down on it when pressed. CYN. That says CYB right here, but regardless. Cover your butts. Well, what is it then? Control your narrative. I know, but what is it if it's not an indie promotion? Apparently his isn't. I don't know. How is it not an indie promotion? I don't know. Mm. What is it? I have no idea. Has it anyone like an seen indie it? Promotion to me. I mean, I haven't seen it on national TV. Have you seen it on national TV? I haven't. I have not. I haven't even seen it on Seattle Public Access. Apparently, Sarah Logan is uh, going to control her narrative here. Uh, a Viking woman herself. Uh, That's I guess fine. She's allowed on the show. Yeah. AC3 is allowed on the show. Yeah. But not Strowman. He's not allowed. No. He's banned. Until he smartens up. 
When he smartens up, he can come on the show, maybe. But he has to smarten up first, so we'll see about that. No apologies needed, just the recognition, Braun. Look in the mirror. Think. Yeah, I don't need an apology. Think as hard as you can. up about it. Yeah, start start using your whatever brain you've got. That's it, okay? That's all I'm asking, you know? I'm not asking a lot, right? Bye. Johnny Knoxville told us he's not scared of Sami Zayn <laughs> because, Brian, Johnny Knoxville has broken his dick before. That's what he said. He said he broke his wee-wee. I think it was the word he used. He accepted Sammy's challenge for WrestleMania. Fucking wee wee. I mean, hey, I'd be fucking fearless too if I'd broken my cock before <laughs> and I'm back there doing. What I'd be, I'd be fearless if uh, See, I had a brain hemorrhage. You're wrong. If I broke my cock, I would be filled with fear. Every physical thing I did for the rest of my life, without question. He came back from it. What are the odds you break your cock twice? Well, we don't know if he still has huh? a cock. Might have been amputated. We have no idea. You presume that he came back 100% from a broken fucking cock. But let me tell you something. I don't think that's a guarantee, brother. Don't think so. Well, what what could you even possibly... I mean, unless it's severed. Like, what could you break? Don't ask me. I mean, I know it's called a boner. But it's not like there's a bone. Uh, Well... Maybe he has a bone in there. Come on. I don't know. Maybe, no, don't, maybe he's further evolved to have a bony cock. Oh, come on. Really? This is what we've devolved to? See, there's so much There's so much ED medication being uh, promoted on Observer Live that I think that <laughs> any man born with a bone in his cock is going to have an evolutionary advantage. He ate Until so someday we all have bones chew. in our cocks. Just okay. saying. Yeah, sure. Okay, Saudi Deville to okay. Gone Ron Somebody on the chat, by the way, just wrote, please don't Google this. So do it after the show, Tom, because I know when someone tells you not Google to Google what? something. Johnny Knoxville broken cock. Oh. Or probably just broken cock in general. I'm not Googling it. I put on filters to avoid things like that. Anyway, where are we? <sighs> All right, everybody, it's the Brian and Vinny Show with our special guest here today. Because Craig's not here again. I've never paid anybody more for less work than Craig, except Jim Valley, who has the excuse that he almost died and was essentially resurrected. But other than that, Craig takes the cake. But we got Lance here replacing him, which means now I have to pay Craig and Lance... And Granny as well. I'm filling in on more... Sh- well, not quite. as more shows than anyone but Filthy Tom. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Tom sneaks his way in. I didn't even know Tom was going to be on today. He's trying to take my uh, my Observer Live hosting spot. My ain't going to work. Do you pay the dog? Little does he know, I run the show. Yeah, what's up with this dog? What's his problem today? He or is was, that Granny? No, that's Max. He was sleeping until like all the bear. rigor... I can't say it. All the crap trying to get connected. Wow. Oh. Granny, what's happening? Mm. Same old, same old. 
You know, I was going to go on a big, big tirade today about why it was not on Observer Live, but I've oh I've since cooled off. I'm not going to I'm not going to bother now. I mean the 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 short version, the non-profanity very short version is that uh, one of my credit cards was uh compromised. Uh-oh. Yeah, somebody tried to uh pay a $800 toll in New York with my card, which definitely wasn't me. And so uh they cancel your card and they they mail you a new card, right? Yeah. That's the idea. Well, it's been eight days. I still don't have a new card yet. And the gimmick that I do is I put everything on the credit card, and then I pay the credit card off every month because I want the airline miles. And so for eight days, it's like, what's going on here? Where's this stupid card? And then, on top of it all off, I don't have a debit card. Uh, so I was trying to idiot-proof this for the next time this happens. I was trying to get a debit card, and uh, absolutely impossible. You, you can't get it. You can't get it on online banking. They say you have to go into the banking place. Then, of course, I go to the banking place, and because there's so much COVID, like, literally, there's nobody behind the counters. I, I, I think I sent a picture to you, didn't I, Lance? There's, like, no. nobody behind the counters. I, I mean, maybe I sent it to Semper Vivi, but it's like, I could, I could have literally just climbed over the thing and, like, just left with handfuls of money. There's nobody there. So, finally, somebody shows up, and, of course, you know what they tell me. We can't get you a debit card here. You've got to call this number. And so I'm sure you know what happens when you got to call this number. It's the only way they can get me a debit card. So anyway, hours, hours I spent today trying to deal with this. And man, I was so mad. I was fuming. I had steam coming out my ears. You never saw a guy so mad. You think I get mad on the show? That's like gimmick mad. This was shoot mad that I was for about two hours today. And I didn't die, so I think that my heart's all right. Because if anyone was going to kill me, it would have been today. So is a banking place like a bank? It's yeah, like Vince it's with bank. getting hit in the chest area. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a, uh, a banking facility, but not an actual bank. Uh, a I don't fucking think this place was an actual bank. There was no one working at the fucking place, so there was no money there. There was no ability to get money, so I'm not even sure it was a bank. I think it was just a banking place. Anyway, I'm over it. Granny, what's going on? Did you get the card? Well, after I after I was on the phone for like two hours, and then they do the gimmick where they go, we got to ask you some security questions. And so, you know, they ask me the security questions, which takes fucking forever, because they want you to go back four months in your own banking and find some deposit you made in October. And then I go through all of that, and then the lady goes, and she actually said, I swear to God, she just goes, oh my God, they're making me ask you the questions again. <laughs> Even she was appalled. She's like, what the... F-? And then she has to ask me all these stupid questions again. Even she was furious, and she knew how mad I was. So she was trying to walk me off the ledge. It was it was rough. But I uh, allegedly, there's a new debit card on the way. I'm horrible. just glad you gave us the short version. Oh, you should have heard the long version, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I just had all these... And then I'm thinking, Granny's going to be on the show, so I can't even really talk about it anyway, because it'll be just nothing but... Uh, yeah, this goes a uh, uh, local economic facility, basically a bank-like structure. <laughs> Granny, what's going on? Help me out here. Save this show. <laughs> Save my day. A uh, bank six. <laughs> yeah. How did they get your card? Who stole it? Do you know or what? Bro, these things get compromised all the time. I, I can't go three months without the bank sending me a thing going. Your card doesn't work. We'll be sending you a new one. 
That's that's like my uh, computer. The other night I touched something I was looking for. All of a sudden, this woman come up and said, "Your computer is froze. Don't don't shut it off." Well, I mean, that was just spam. That was someone's trying to. That was someone's asking know. you to put. They're probably going to say, "Put your credit card in, and we'll fix it." Yes, that that is a scam. Oh yeah, this person goes, "Put your cards on your Apple Pay." Well, first off, my card was on Apple Pay, but after my card was compromised, the Apple Pay doesn't work. Then I was going to try and use my other card, and of course it goes, oh, this card won't work on Apple Pay. I'm like, of course it doesn't. And then, you know what really set me off? Before Observer Live, I go to the grocery store, I, I buy $200 worth of groceries, I'm in the line, and I realize, God, I changed my pants, I don't have my, my, my wallet here. And I think, oh, it doesn't matter, I'll use my phone. Oh, I can't! my card was compromised and my Apple Pay doesn't work. That's what set this whole thing off. They put my, they go, well, put your groceries in the freezer. <laughs> like a big walk-in freezer. They push the whole cart into a freezer. Done that many times. So then when I came back two hours later, they, they pushed the cart out. There's icicles hanging from it. My fucking groceries, not all of which needed to be frozen, I might add. Now the buns are hard as a rock because they're frozen. I'm like, <laughs> fucking anything else today? And there was more, but I'm not going to talk about it. Let's go, please, Granny. Okay. Get my mind off of this. We are here on a Sunday night, and I got a lot to say here on the show today. First off, look at my fucking hair. Mm -hmm. I was going to shower, but I figured I would come back wearing the remnants of this weekend in San Jose. As my uh, super followers are all well aware, I was down there on business. I don't know if everybody else knows, but uh, mm -hmm. I'll break the news here, everybody. And we'll talk more about this on Observer Live tomorrow. But if you are not a super follower, if you don't have this scoop, the scoop is that we went down to San Jose to set up a camera in Dave's office. Oh, goodness. Yes, because Big Dave Meltzer is moving to video beginning on a Monday night. At least that's the plan. Plans are a funny thing. You know what I'm saying? They change. I've heard they can change. But we set everything wrong. up. We set everything up and... Uh, what do you mean, we? Well, me and, and Tony and... But uh, mostly Tony. Well, I mean, we all, we all did our own <laughs> thing, you know? Yeah. But the point of this is... We uh, we cleaned up the office and we what? set up the cameras. Oh, okay, yeah. this I want video of. Oh yeah, well you should, Sarah, bro. If you'd have been Sarah a super like follower, you'd have seen everything. I may if is a celeb. I may subscribe oh, yeah. to watch you clean Dave's office. Oh, we didn't, I didn't, it's not video, but there's there's a lot of photographs. You'll see some before and afters and that sort of thing. I think I put Any, before and afters up. I might I might it? not have. I need some Anything? testimonials. Are but hey, I'll tell you this, everybody. Vouch, this is worth paying for. I'll tell you this. We not only cleaned up the entire floor, but we vacuumed. What? Okay. And I got to tell you something, everybody, because you've all seen the New York Times photo of mm -hmm. Dave's office, right? Remember that photo? Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you something. The photo from where Dave sits looking the other way was way worse. worse. Yeah. Way worse. Okay. Makes sense. But absolutely 100% cleaned up the office. The only Dave story that I want to tell from this weekend... There were many, many stories, don't get me wrong. But by far my favorite story, which I'll never forget, 
is uh, last night we watched the uh, the NXT pay-per-view, and then we decided we are going to go get something to eat. And so I said, what do you want to eat? He goes, well, you know, let's, let's go to uh, this Santana Row. They got everything there. I said, okay. So we drive. It's a very high, it's like an upscale, you know, mall, outside mall type deal. I should have known. So we go there, and of course there's 8 billion people there on a Saturday night at 8. So, you know, Dave has got a very strict diet. So he ain't going to eat burgers, and, you know, he wants salmon or grilled chicken or something like that. So, like, you know, a lot of the places right off the bat he's not going to eat at. And so, you know, we go to this place. Oh, it's going to be an hour wait. Okay, skip that. We'll go to the next place. Eh, it'll be about a 90-minute wait. Skip that place. So we're just striking out left and right. Don't tell me you ended up at Applebee's. And finally, finally, I'm like, you know, Dave, when we got here, there was a sandwich place. Uh, why don't we just go back to that sandwich place? Because I'm sure you can get a chicken, grilled chicken sandwich. So we start heading back to the sandwich place. And uh, there's like one restaurant that we haven't walked into yet. And Dave goes, don't look too busy here. Let's let's go try this place. So we go up and we said, uh, table for two. They go, okay, you want to eat outside? Sure. So we go outside and we get the menus and we open up the menus. And uh, and Dave's looking at the menu and he goes, I don't understand any of this. And I said, um, it's Spanish. This is a Mexican restaurant. And he goes, I hate Mexican food. So literally we got up and we just walked out. So... We start walking to the sandwich place, and we've walked so we've walked for so long around Santana Row that we get to the sandwich place. They closed five minutes earlier. If we would have just got in, we would have got a damn sandwich. So Dave goes, "Ah, well, you know, let's drive. There's a there's a Chinese restaurant up the road. We can get uh, you know chicken and rice or something like that." So uh, we're we're going towards the car, and all of a sudden he goes. Actually, you know what? Uh, right over there. If we just walk a little further, there's a couple of restaurants. I'm sure we can find something right there. So we start walking, and we've we've gone a half mile. And all of a sudden, you want to know what he says? He goes, let's go to Qdoba. Oh, my gosh. Now, <laughs> Qdoba, as so I in fact, it, specializes in burritos. We ate at Qdoba Mexican Grill. <laughs> I should have filmed that for my super followers. Have, have they adjusted his medication? I will never forget the story as long as I live of, I hate Mexican food, but damn it, let's go to Qdoba. How did you like uh, Benihana's? Oh, man, bro, I, I'll never be the same. Yeah. I'll never be the same. Man, we Fantastic. go to Benihana's and they open up the menu and it's like, I felt like Dave. I didn't understand a word of it. <laughs> and then, you know, I see that you can get like some steak. Yeah. And I was like, well, you can't screw up steak on a grill. Mm. So uh, so I was going to order the steak. And then they got a five-course meal. I don't care about the other four courses. Right. But, man, this this bloke, he came out, and he had a big thing of rice, and he had all the sauces, and he had this thing that he explained, I don't know what it is, but it tastes good. And he threw it on everything. It's like a garlic right. butter, I'm sure. And, man, he made fried rice, and then he made this steak, and... Uh, I think me and Tony together, it was like $120 with tax, yeah. which is expensive, but, but let me tell you something. For what I had, for what I had, I'd have paid minimum double. That's how good it was. If they would have charged me double, I, I like it would have been a lot of money, but I wouldn't have blinked for what I ate. That was so fucking good, that Benny Hanna's. 
And then, like, the rest of the weekend, I was like, can we go to Benihana's? But then everyone else wanted to eat at other places. Mm. But man, it was so good, dude. Yep. It was so good. I think that's all I got to say until we start talking about Rampage. Then sure. I got a lot to say. We got to talk should, about Rampage now? Should I do that now, then? Me as well. Anyone else have any <laughs> steakhouses or Mexican restaurants they want to plug or disparage? One. Well, is it time for our joke book? No, wait a minute. I've got a few little notes here for oh. you guys. All right. Uh-oh. Another top ten list, I hope. Now, yeah. this one here, I've got five who's who are and five we're not, but I don't want to. I don't remember what it was for. Five who are something and five who are not something. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. read them. We'll try and figure it out for you. Okay. Bo, Bo da- uh, Dabbles, <laughs> Kushida, excuse me, T- Tony Storm, Ember Moon, and Cesara. Bo Dabbles. <laughs> Who's the second one? Say, say Kushida. She said Kushida, yeah. but she put emphasis on the Kush. Okay, these are. And I heard Tony Storm. Yeah. Okay, and the first one on the uh, who who aren't is uh, Samoa Joe, Lana, Tyler, Breeze, Eva Marie, and Drake Maverick. These are all people that are no longer with WWE except Drake Maverick, who is working in creative. Right. So I have absolutely no idea what these two lists are. I I really don't know. How to, so anyway, I got another one here. For, okay. Okay. If I can find it. Okay. This is <laughs> this is Dave. Was the second one? They were short. <laughs> Could be. Are you ready to fire me yet? <laughs> no. Not after Bo Dabbles. <laughs> I'm I'm working on it. He should be Uncle Howdy. Should reveal himself as Bo Dabbles. Make okay. the whole thing better. This is Dave Meltzer's worst matches. Okay. Ones, uh, number one. Are you reviewing them or just listing them? Listing them. I see. That's too bad. Carmella. Shit. Backlash. <laughs> <laughs> Carmella and Backlash. No. 2018. Did, did Backlash Carmella win? And somebody at Backlash. <laughs> And that was not one of his worst matches of all time. Carmella. <laughs> and then there's Be- Becky versus Alexa Bliss. One of his worst matches of all time? That's what he says. Where did you get this list? Oh, I don't know. I come I come up with a whole bunch of stuff that just... Carmella, Carmella beat Charlotte Flair at Backlash 2018. Carmella won? Yes, oh, for the women's man. championship. Yeah, probably not good. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yes. Be- Becky versus Alexa, WrestleMania okay. 33. I don't remember that match being uh, like appallingly negative stars bad, but well, go she, on. She might have been magic. Lita versus Mickey James. Is this sexist Dave Meltzer? I mean... <laughs> Sunday 2006. Sunday 2006? <laughs> Oddly has, specific. <laughs> Must be Cyber then, Sunday. Ah, uh, I see. Then he has uh, Baisley versus Alexa. Extreme Rule Rules 2012. I think she said Baisley. Uh-huh. Bailey. I think next week we might want to and rewrite was, these, Granny. That was ba- <laughs> yeah, that was Bailey. Bailey. Okay. 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 Not Paisley. <laughs> she was not in one of Dave's worst matches. Uh, she probably wouldn't be very good at this point. <laughs> I mean, no, she'd time. be horrible. Yeah, give her time. Yeah. Number number five was uh, 
Cena versus Ivory. What? WrestleMania 17. <laughs> John Cena. That's J- Granny. John Granny. Cena. You're thinking of China <laughs> versus Ivory. That's not Cena. Yeah. That's yeah. China. China. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Sasha Banks versus uh, Maya Max. Jax. <laughs> Royal Rumble 2017. These are not the worst matches Dave Meltzer has ever rated. Not even close. That's what it says. This person's horrible, whoever made this list. Ronda versus uh, Liv Morgan. This is just a list of women's matches over the last 10 years. SummerSlam 22. It said Dave Meltzer's worst I know what it said, but these are definitely not the worst matches that he's seen. Yeah, he would put on the kennel from hell with yes. Big Boss Man and Al sure. Snow. Bushwhackers versus Iron Sheik and, and uh, Nikolai Volkov. That's the worst match he ever rated in history from the Heroes of Wrestling pay-per-view. Me too, by the way. You want me to do one more? Uh, please. Oh, wait a minute. Maybe I have a question for Are you. Are you sure you're not reading the joke book? <laughs> the Punjabi match, whatever that thing was. <laughs> the Punjabi prison? Yeah. Oh, what what is... Uh, Wrestle uh, load <laughs> and Brian Hawks. I I think it's a training uh, place. Is it? I, I don't. That's what he got paid after his show? I don't. I don't know what wrestle load is. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute! It's Wrestle Cade. Oh, oh that makes good. more sense. That makes more sense. Where where Brian go? <laughs> he's recuperating. <laughs> he can't control himself. He's he's broken. You broke him, Granny. <laughs> Sheesh. Oh, I guess I can try my book. <laughs> so glad that I'm such a comedian. <laughs> Okay. I put I've my never. I have. <laughs> <clears throat> now th- you know this book is kind of hard for me to read because a lot of this stuff I don't. Worse than your notes. <laughs> That's impossible. Did we figure out what she was talking about there? Uh, uh, Russell Cade. In Russell Cade. Yes, and I, I believe Luke Hawks is the guy, okay. like the owner slash trainer, okay. right, I think. I got no, it. No, no, no. He was, uh, what was his name? Brian Hawks. They oh. even talked to him. Okay. And I saw some of his uh, matches, and it looked like it was a training uh, camp or something. And he said that they quit doing it, and he decided to bring it back. Cool. <laughs> so... I don't know. That's that's an interesting trivia note, Granny. Well, I, yes. I get them on my computer all the time. Just come up and I just sit here and make notes, and I got so many notes, I don't know what to do with them all. <laughs> well. So, anyway. All right, let's do some and, jokes. And my handwriting is getting very bad. <laughs> time to do some funny. I, I, I've noticed that, Granny. That's why I think we need a bigger pad instead of those little tiny little sheets. Can I get you, like, a big pad and you could just write big letters? Well, even if I write big letters, they don't come out right. Ugh. Man. Have to do something else besides writing. We may have to we have to switch it up, Grady. Okay. All right. Okay. What did John 
Cena say when he ate the Japanese at the Japanese restaurant? You can't shashimi, kashimi, or you can't sushimi. Sushimi. Who was? Who said that? I did. I tried to. Took him about eight tries. Trying. Yes, I, I got the right word. That's right. Woohoo! See now, there's two prizes you won tonight. <laughs> wow. Wow. So you're, I'm done, huh? Yeah, you're done. You're ready. You are finished. Well, I got woke up early this morning, and I, and the day took its toll. So consider my age. Well, I mean, for your age, Granny, you know, aside from the fact that you can't read or write, it's not doing too bad. <laughs> I mean, hey, what's the matter with my reading? Well, you can't write, and therefore you can't read, right? I- I can read my book okay. Well, you can read the book okay, but it's your own writing that you can't read. I know. Yes, well. All right. Fine job, Granny. Excellent job. I guess we'll see you uh, Thursday. Is that right? Yep. What, do you, what are you bringing over for Thanksgiving? I'm bringing over. Nikki asked me to bring over some summer sausage and, and cheese. Sausage and cheese. Summer mm-hmm. sausages. Summer Hillshire sausages. Hillshire yeah, Farms. Is that what a summer sausage is? Yeah. Huh. All right. Well, I'll look forward to that sausage and cheese. I think she t- cooked two turkeys. One, the uh, the girls have a, a day every day, uh, one day a week. They have what they call a pig out. Oh yes, I'm aware of the pig out. And so she made two turkeys: one for the pig out and one for Thursday. <laughs> Why would you make a turkey the day before they're going to eat turkey? Uh, no, All right. <laughs> I don't well, know, but cheap. she did it. Okay, I get it, Craig. It's cheap. Cheap, like a bird. Yeah, yeah, I didn't mean it that way at all. Um, Turkey's yeah. pretty cheap right now. It's all right, great. Well, we see you Thursday, okay? Okay. All right, sounds good. We'll red five you. Goodbye. All Bye, right, Granny. go 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 to sleep or something. <laughs> <laughs> now, what was that buzzing noise? All right. Well, I mean, now te- what? Technically, we're here to review raw, but. Uh-huh. It's not going to be as good as what Bro, that segment was way better than Raw. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, by miles. That segment was way better than what the segment we're about to produce. But we're here. We're contractually obligated. I guess mm-hmm. we'll go ahead with it. We are? The well, show is such a disappointment every time Granny leaves. <laughs> it just goes so far downhill. We cannot achieve Granny's level of, uh, of wrestling. Uh, we'll, we'll see as we go through our notes here, but I don't think there was a wrestle load on this episode of Raw. This whole Raw was a wrestle load. (laughs) Kidding me?